Hi, welcome to Faye It Forward. This is Faye Krantz Green, and thank you for listening. I apologize in advance because this podcast is a little longer than usual. In this week's Parsha of Ayishlach, we read the story of Dina's abduction by the Prince of Shechem, the cunning plot of her brothers, Dina's rescue, and the destruction of the city. The Torah says, And Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Yaakov, went out to see the daughters of the land. And Shechem, prince of the land, saw her and he abducted her. In the opening verse of this account, the Torah introduces Dina as Leah's child. She is not referred to as the daughter of Yaakov or the daughter of Yaakov and Leah, but as the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Yaakov. Why only her mother's name and not her father's? Rashi explains, because Dina is described as going out to see the city, she is called the daughter of Leah. Because Leah too is described as going out to greet her husband in an earlier pasuk, so Rashi now says, like mother, like daughter. At first glance, this seems like an indictment of Leah's and Dina's behavior. Rashi seems to be saying that they had no business going out to visit with the daughters of a pagan land, that it was not considered sneeus or modest. So when Dina went out, she is not acting like a daughter of Yaakov, but more like her mother, who is known to have, on occasion, embarked on outings of her own. But it cannot be Rashi's intention to disparage Dina, because it runs contrary to what he writes in his commentary on a previous verse. A few chapters back, where Yaakov was preparing for his encounter with his wicked brother Esav, it says that Yaakov took his two wives, his two handmaidens, and his eleven sons. Asks Rashi, what about his daughter? Where was Dina? Yaakov had placed her in a chest and locked her in because he didn't want the wicked Aesop to see her and perhaps want her for his wife. And for this, Yaakov was punished. Unbelievably, the Medrash states that had he not withheld her from his brother, perhaps she would have brought him back to the proper path. Dina should not have been hidden from Aesop. Her encounter with the big bad world should not have been avoided. It should have been welcomed. Yaakov was afraid that she would be corrupted by her wicked uncle, but he should have realized that, on the contrary, Dina, with her firm moral grounding, was far more likely to influence Aesop for the better. Interestingly enough, here too there is a mother-daughter connection. Leah was always crying, the Torah says, because she thought that she was destined to marry the wicked Aesop. And indeed, this match was actually ordained in heaven. But Leah's prayers changed the heavenly decree, and both she and her sister married Yaakov. But it was Leah who was Esav's potential soulmate. She felt herself unequal to the challenge of dealing with his wickedness. But her daughter Dina could have served as the instrument of Esav's redemption. Her exposure to an alien environment would not have adversely affected her. She was born to the role of the outgoing Jewish woman who serves as a source of enlightenment to her surroundings without compromising even a drop of her modesty and dignity. Rather, it was Yaakov's attempt to closet her that invited disaster. 
In going out to the daughters of the land, Dina was truly the daughter of Leah in the positive sense. She was not the daughter of Jacob, for Jacob had hesitated to put her outgoing nature to its intended use. The Jewish woman has a role that extends beyond the home. A woman who has been blessed with the aptitude and talent to influence her sisters can and must be an outgoer, periodically leaving her haven of holiness to reach out to those who have lost grounding and direction in their lives. I just want to um, end, I want to say something about my mother. My mother, Allah HaShalom, passed away. Our family made up attractive little boxes with two candles, matches, and the brachas for benching licht to be given out to women and girls wherever we may meet them. My mother was a stickler for lighting her candles well, well before the actual licht benching time. My mother never waited until the last moment. And I started to carry these little kits with me and gave them out to the women in the stores, on the street, whenever I saw someone I thought could benefit from them, and everybody was always happy to take it. Baruch Hashem. At this moment, we are out of them, but hopefully more are coming our way. Let's be proactive in this beautiful mitzvah. Let's be outgoing like Leah, outgoing for friendship, for welcoming a new neighbor, for saying hello to a new person in shul, and hopefully for lighting up not only a candle, but a woman's soul.